Welcome, everybody, to the Dirty Slides Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Prano, coming to you live from Southern California with my co-host, as always, this time from his garage in the Laz Lair, Missy, Mr. Andy Laz, Lazarus. Missy. Missy <laughs> Missy's back. He's been put in the garage. Andy Laz Lazarus. How you doing, Laz? Uh, doing all right. Kicking this Rona. You got the I Rona. Got Can't believe... I, I was talking shit to anybody who listened. I'm like, oh, you got the Rona? I never got it. Not affected. And uh, one week in Arizona, I got it. Classic you know, red classic red state shit. Classic red state shit. Gays get to the championship game, fucking lose 7-1 to, uh, you know, uh, a very good Kansas City Royals team that was uh, – part savannah bananas and other um like independent uh pro ball players who are like 26 years old the gays being you know former independent pro ball players who are 36 years old lose seven to one and Laz gets the rona uh, tough way tough way for that trip to end but mm-hmm. I was following along at Venice yeah. Gaze on Instagram. Seemed like you guys had a rough start to the uh tournament but then you end up in the championship game. Yep. Yep. We made a run. We made a run. You just got to get in the tournament. You guys are like the Philadelphia Phillies. We were exactly. We were the Philadelphia Phillies. We were struggling until uh, Telly goes bomb and one of those big yards. And then all of a sudden uh, we came back and we started scoring runs and everybody. It was a it was a it was a hit parade. Well, championship game. I mean, listen. They say in Top Gun, there's no points for second place. You've been, try- is, you've been trying to win this Arizona tournament for how long? Oh, 10 years. How many how many championship game losses do you guys have in 10 years? Um three. Three. And I have and I have an Arizona championship, but it's from 2008 before we were the gays. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not the same. Not the same. Um, and I have two Puerto Rico championships. But so like this Arizona, that's, it's it's like when I was arguing with Braves fans this year and they were like, we actually have four. We have one from Boston. Yeah. And we no, have one don't. for when we were the Richmond, Virginia Braves right. in the major league association of baseball. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's not shut the fuck up. The gays have one championship. It's a Puerto Rican championship. They do not have a, a status Unidos championship. <laughs> um, yeah. Tough. Stuff. How how about your you guys play in a league every year? You have no championships in that league either. Uh in that league, no, not as the gays. We've got three championship losses in that league. Yeah. Lo- the gays are like the Buffalo Bills. We are the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> the gays are the Buffalo Bills. This is the Minnesota Vikings of the 70s. Just you, like you thought it was your year, and then the manager, I, I, honestly, the manager goes can... against Cole Beasley. <laughs> Yeah, I I didn't think this was the year. I was like, you know, nothing's been working out this year. You know, we didn't even play this year. Uh, I've been hurt, you know. It's been rehabbing basically all year. You know, the guys have been playing on different teams. 
Um, but we put together a really nice squad and, uh, our, oh yeah. And, and like our number one pitcher couldn't, couldn't come down for game one because one of his baby mamas took one of his kids to the Dominican without his permission. So he had to stay uh, in like you, I mean, the gays problems just go deep, you know? So, you know, our other pitcher had fucking the Rona. I had Sissy come down anyway. How bad could it be? Of course I get it. He loses the first game. I get the Rona, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you think do you think this Philadelphia Phillies uh gays like run is going to end in a championship for them, or are they also gonna be uh a second place finisher? Because we well, are we, we have ourselves some kind of world series at this point. Listen, I my gut says the Astros are the better team, but my gut is full of Rona. Right. So, so what that means is, according to this Costanza of it all, the Phillies are going to win this thing. Right. So I was going to yeah. say, where where are we at with costanza at this point? Well, I mean, the Phillies being in the World Series, it, the costanza of it all, like it, Costanza wins. You know, right. I, I had them out in the first round. I didn't think they'd uh, pick up any ground balls. Um, they moved John Segura off shortstop. And they have this uh, Kevin Stalker-like character uh, at a at a shortstop, and I haven't seen him make any terrible errors. You know, and what this I've- is an especially devastating uh, World Series for me. I mean, first of all, I think the way the Astros played in the playoffs, like had my New York Mets uh, gotten there, like. You know, it'd be it'd be tough, slu- you know, tough sledding against the Astros. But we didn't even get an opportunity to play a Phillies team that we fucking owned the whole year. Owned, owned them. Can't get any hits against the Padres, man. Can't get any hits in a fucking game three against Joe Musgrove and his yeah. red, red hot ears. He was, <laughs> you know, gotta call out the hot ears and, at the beginning. But here's the thing: I I, I go back. And I've said this on Dirty Sports. I go back to like, why are we even playing in that game? Matt, uh, Jacob Degrom won. Max Scherzer just has to go win his stupid game, but instead he tires himself out, stomping around, doing a whole fucking Godzilla show. Now, and... wasn't the thing at the beginning of that where like, let's? It was the you're choosing between starting Degrom and starting Scherzer game one. It was well, Thank no. That the basically the situation was they were decide they. I think they had decided to start Scherzer game one no matter what, and it was going to be do they start Degrom in a game two or a game three depending on how game one goes. If they win game one, do they just start Bassett and get to a game and and potentially keep Degrom for a game one in the next series? Yeah, they almost probably listen. I am if I want to. I want to talk about the World Series, but if I do have a buck criticism, it was the. Uh, random uh, pitching changes in the Brave series and then the playoff series. You were doing everything the same the whole year, and then you're like, hey, let's start messing with our rotation. Anyway, let's leave that on the side. I'll get back to my Mets, you know, devastation. I'm sure many off-season slides, free agency period slides, beginning of next year, next year playoff slides, all the fraternity, and on and on and on forever, like the gays. The Mets will just always be right there. <laughs> but uh, we have a five-run game one comeback. 
Yeah. Yeah. We have a that's in Houston. We have a game two Houston domination game. We have a game three uh Philly domination. Philly domination. Lance McCullers is tipping pitches. Bryce Harper picks it up. Bryce Harper's telling everyone. Yeah. Uh, then we have a game four combined no hitter. I want to. I will go backwards, but I want to start there. A lot of a uh, lot of people, you know, shitting on the combined no hitter. Um, it's not a real no hitter. This isn't real a postseason no hitter. This should not be mentioned with, you know, uh, Drysdale or Don Larson, whoever the fuck it was. Uh, Don Larson had a perfect game in the World Series, yeah, right? And and yeah. Halliday had a perfect game in an NLDS, I think. Yeah, something like that. Um, but to me, I like the managing the, for the world series, like who get like in the regular season, of course you got to let him go. Right. He's at 96 pitches, but like your bullpen's been so good. You don't, you've already blown a five run lead in this series. Um, you managed to save this guy, some, some pitches, save this guy, some innings for a potential, uh, Game seven appearance. Yeah, no, no, no question. I listen as a Dusty Baker fan. I just like that he got through and got a win here, um, and preserved the no hitter. Great, you know, fantastic. Who cares? It's about getting the W. And uh, Dusty Baker's already blown a five run lead, not taking Verlander out quick enough. You know. Yeah, I was watching on silent and I was following along and I, frankly, I was surprised that he, they took him out because just knowing who Dusty is, you know, an extremely loyal guy, you know, but the most important thing was to get the win. And um, I mean, Javier was cruising. I would have yeah. I would have brought him out for the seventh inning. Yeah. No, but listen, I, I, you know, I have no rings either, just like yeah. Dusty. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> fucking listen to me. Um, but I was just happy that, uh, he managed the bullpen and he didn't overtax anybody and they got the win. It was a, a very, uh, modern managing by dusty, you know, definitely, uh, made an adjustment. So I was, I was pleased. Their bullpen has been insane this whole postseason. I mean, even in the two games, they lose Verlander gives up the five runs, um, to let them back in the game. McCullers gives up five homers uh you you get uh you get a good a good performance from their their bullpen so you kind of just knew the game is over if you if you you know go go to fresh arms there for the last two innings and i just think good man your your goal here is to win a championship like uh i think I, i like the move Dusty, kind of an old school guy. I wonder how much of that like came down from a robot, you know, phone call. And then he just goes for it. But like he seems yeah. fine with it. Obviously, after you get a win, you even this series two two. Um now I didn't see he didn't give him the ball a la Russ Ortiz in two thousand two, did he? He just no. took the ball. Yeah. He just took the ball. I mean, all right, way to learn your lesson. You know. <laughs> You know, way to learn your I I mean, and he didn't go to somebody like Rob Nen, whose arm whose arms was falling off. He went. No, to, in fact, he went to Rafael Mont- Montero uh, yeah. in the eighth, which was amazing. As a as a guy 
as a Mets fan who watched that guy, it's just like, that's also classic Mets. Mets. Um, you know, some guy who just absolutely can't get outs for us is like going to go to some other team and be able to pitch like huge innings in World Series games. Um, I am trying to pull this up because I think I liked it. Maybe I did not. Um, this is interesting. So game five will be... Um, Game five will be Verlander and Cindergard. And that's tonight, right? That is tonight. Yeah. So I just saw this tweet by the, by our one of my favorite uh oh is it gone? No, here it is. From Cespedes Family Barbecue. Yeah. Justin Justin four hours ago. Justin Verlander is still searching for his first World Series victory. Game five will be his ninth career World Series start, tying with Art Neff. Allie Reynolds, Bob Gibson, and Catfish Catfish Hunter for seventh most in MLB history. Here's how his first eight World Series starts have gone. He took, well, most importantly, in Detroit and Houston, in nine starts, they have won one of those games, 7-6 in 11 innings. He has given up six earned runs, one earned run, five earned runs, three, two, Four, three, and five. So, you know, we have a we have a, a five run in his last start. We have six earned runs in his first start in five innings. Other than that, pretty good. I mean, pitches five innings and gives up three runs against Washington. Pitches uh, six innings and gives up four earned runs against Washington. The last time you know they were in the World Series in Houston, uh, the Dodger series. He pitches pretty well, uh, two six-inning starts, three in runs, and two in runs. But he has one, zero personal wins, one team win in nine World Series starts. Very surprising. Because Very, usually a power pitcher is does well in the in in the in the playoffs. It, it's it's weird, but you know he's got to have a short hook tonight. It's not like offensively bad where he's some sort of like choker, but it does have like it almost has like Degrommy feel to it. Not not quite in the same way like Degrom will go out and shove seven and put up one run and still lose the game. But like you know, the idea that you have a bunch of six inning, two or three earned runs starts and you didn't come away with the victory except in one of them where you win that game late in extra innings uh and 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 by the way doesn't get the victory just that your team wins yeah is kind of remarkable now we have Cindergard who I was at Cindergard's uh one world series performance where he absolutely shoved against Kansas City in 2015 he starts with the pitch over to the dude's head to start the game absolutely shuts down the Royals uh it's the Mets one victory in that world series it happened on Halloween or around Halloween, my brother went dressed up as Thor. Um, it was a pretty like you know in in one World Series start, Noah Syndergaard has one more win than Justin Verlander has in his nine World Series starts. Wild, wild, and that was seven years ago. And let's be honest, Thor hasn't really been the same recently. No, no, you know has been a kind of a fifth starter. Yeah. Um yeah, we we shall see. 
I, I don't know what to tell you because like I I gotta think that that um Verlander for one is on a short leash. You know, it's it's weird that you think about Justin Verlander as this kind of Clayton Kershaw type playoff performer. It doesn't get near as much shit as uh Kershaw does for you know the the playoff L's, but damn. And then Syndergaard, I mean, who knows what he's going to give you tonight? Right. Two power arms, and uh, we shall see. What do you think? I don't know if you looked at it. What do you think the betting line is for tonight? It's in Philly. Obviously, it's a game five, three nights in a row in Philly. I think I think Houston will be favored, but slightly. Pretty much like everything. You know, I think it's it'll probably be uh minus one thirty-five to plus one sixty-eight or something like that. So I was thinking the same thing, and it's not a huge I mean, we're not at we're not at Houston plus two ten, but we're at Houston minus one sixty. Uh, it, right. it's a little it's a little nudgier than I thought. I mean, a, a back and forth series. Uh, I guess Verlander not going to be tipping his pitches. Uh, I guess they figure, you know, you get a halfway to start. I almost feel like this line is more about Cindergaard than it is about Verlander. Like you don't know yeah. what you're going to get from him. He's kind of like, you know, he, he Cindergaard could come out and shove or he could come out and just get his fucking absolute tits lit up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, let's see if, if Vegas had any faith in Syndergaard, yeah, it would probably be minus 135 Houston or yeah. minus 125 Houston. Um, who, let's start. You you know, you, you're going Costanza. You think Philly wins the series. Do you think Philly I think wins Philly the wins the series? I hope they don't. I want Dusty to win. I want Dusty to get his. But I just have this weird feeling that it's not going to work out for Dusty. And maybe it's because I'm just bummed thinking it's never going to work out for the gays. And I want to project that kind of, you know, bad juju on somebody else to take I'm, it off. I'm I'm kind of famously, I don't want to say famously atheist. I'll say famously agnostic because yeah. I'm, I'm smart enough. I'm a well, I'm well educated enough to know just because I, there's no proof of something doesn't mean something doesn't exist, but I also am smart enough to know, you know, I lean toward there, you know, is the Easter bunny in charge of all things that happen on earth? Probably not, you know, because there's no evidence of that whatsoever, but wouldn't the, the, wouldn't the Eagles winning tonight and being like eight and oh to start the year and the Phillies winning the world series mean once and for all, there is clearly no God. <laughs> um, listen, I my fantasy team has been shit all year. Shit. So our our championship game is on Sunday. It's um the third inning. It's two nothing Royals. I look down at my uh fantasy squad and we've scored 116 points in the first half. Um and I knew the gays were fucked. So God doesn't give with both hands. So if the Eagles roll tonight Philly's definitely losing. If 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 it's a close game in Houston, um, I think Houston wins. 
you know, because I don't think I don't think Philly's going to lose. Uh, the Eagles are going to lose to the Texans. Yeah, because I I just think I just think if the but if, if they, they do lose to the Texans, the Phillies are definitely going to win. I think if the Eagles go, if the Eagles win tonight, and the Eagles don't then play again until next Sunday, yeah. the World Series will be over. If the Eagles win tonight and the Phillies in that time win the World Series while the Eagles are still undefeated, I I'd like I I would I'll write the paper that says that is the evidence. There's no God. Now I am an atheist. Now well, there's, then, now there's okay. proof, proof God does I, not exist. I I can I I don't know because there's just things I can't perceive that I know that I can't perceive. But I know that if Philly, the Eagles win tonight and the Phillies win tonight, the Phillies are definitely not winning the World Series. Okay. They will lose a 3-2 lead. Okay, I like it. Yeah. I think uh I think Philly the, can't have two nice things at the same time. I so, think it's crazy be. because I've been I've been wrong a lot this postseason. But <laughs> I'm I'm gonna stick with what I what I believe in my heart. I believe and and I'm sort of torn on it. I'm sort of torn on whether or not I want Cindergard to pitch well. It's like he's thrown a little shade our way, but I like the guy. I've always liked the guy. He did get us our our one World Series victory. I loved him as a Met. He has been a little bit of a bitch after he left. He sort of kept the same energy, you know, he had as a Met, but he's thrown thrown it back toward the Mets. But he didn't want to. Uh, he didn't want to. Pitch against the Mets twice this year. He went out of his way to miss the Mets. Apparently, he was on the record of saying he doesn't want to go to a division. The Mets are in when the a team in the Mets division when the Angels were trying to trade him. But now he's saying he loves it in Philly. I don't know what I want for Syndergaard. Uh, but I think that's I think I still just don't want Philly. Like if if my boy Thor has to be the guy who gets fucking lit up for Philly yeah. not to win. I guess that's what I'm here for. But like I'm going Verlander in the Astros tonight. And then I just think does Philly win a game six in Houston? They can, they can absolutely can. Yeah. This team can fucking mash. Both these teams can mash. So it's like, who's going to mash. They I'm going to say boom, boom. Astros win. Astros win at home. It's over. Uh, yeah, so. that's that's what I'm that's what I'm going with. I've been wrong a lot this postseason, but that's that's what I'm going with. Now, if you weren't so wrong this postseason, and so was I, and Dusty Baker wasn't managing the Astros, would you have any doubt that the Astros were going to win the World Series? The, uh, yeah, well, honestly, Dusty's not even factoring into it for me. He is a little, I mean, he is a little because he's just had so many. But the thing is, um, I didn't really give the Phillies a chance going into this World Series. And the way game one started, I was like, here we go. Yeah. But that game obviously changed everything. Just in in being able to come back and being able to come back in Houston, you just get this vibe. Oh, we've seen it. How many times have we seen it? Where, especially as of late, I don't know, the last 10, 12 years, where you just get a hot team in the playoffs and it's like yeah. none of it fucking matters. I mean, I, at this point I've watched every team from my division do it. Like we had the nationals do it a few years ago. Then we had the Braves do it. Now we've got the Phillies in there. I assume the Marlins will win the world series next year. And <laughs> uh, you know, that is brutal. <laughs> it's, 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 it's horrific. It's horrific. 
So that's the oh, thing oh. that that's the thing that made me think, oh, because it was such a wonky NL side of the bracket, but the AL side was just a Houston buzzsaw. And then Houston comes up and gets a five run lead in game one. I truly believe if that comeback falls short, like if that game ends five, four, this series is already over. It may be. Yeah. Philly got a lot of belief right now. Yeah. Who do you think has been the best player in the series? Bryce. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's this whole thing of Bryce. Now he's like, Mr. Like studies every at bat because he's DHing. He's like down in the fucking tunnel. He's the one he calls Boehm over and gives him the tip on McCuller. I'm, you know, McCuller's tipping pitches. Did you see the breakdown of the tipping of the pitches? I didn't. I didn't. Just like keeping his glove up, different, different leg kick. Like, I just, I just don't even know how that happens at this point, especially to a team like Houston, which is like Mr. Fucking videotape. Right. Right. I mean, the only thing I can think that that happens is just the adrenaline, the crowd, the I mean, I mean, just imagine being on the mound in in that Philly crowd, in that atmosphere, like so many things must be going through your brain. You you could easily forget, you know, like your leg kick or a glove twitch or or something, you know. It was a, it was a crazy atmosphere. You got to give the, it up. The other thing, the other thing that gives me, and I, again, this is like, it's just a knife being twisted in the wounds as a Mets fan. But why I why I think I think the Astros win tonight. But then you got Wheeler in Game Six in Houston, and yeah. that's that's gonna kill you as a Giants fan too. I mean, we got Wheeler from you guys for Beltran, for Beltran, who. Was the main cheater of of Houston, and it was shit for us, just garbage, and so we we basically traded Wheeler for two months of the end, not not the end of Carlos Beltran, but like but the basically, end of, yeah, basically the end, um, basically the end of outfielder Carlos Beltran, and then we go and give up Zach Wheeler for nothing in free agency right before we get rid of the fucking dumpy ass owners that refuse to pay anybody never happens on Steve Cohen's watch. Oh yeah. You resign it. We might be in the world series right now because we got to fucking trot out, you know, the Grom and Scherzer, and maybe we don't even have Scherzer. I don't think you have Scherzer and maybe because we've, yeah. And maybe you trade for Soto. You maybe pull the trigger for Soto because you kept Wheeler and you didn't have to dump all that money for the curb stomper. And uh yeah, now you got Soto and Josh Bell. DH in. Instead of uh who'd you trade four humans? Darren Ruff traded us four humans. Yeah. Darren Ruff. Yeah. Don't worry. They those four humans won't ever come up to the big leagues with the Giants, probably. Well, yeah, JD Davis, who is yeah, JD Davis, who is essentially better than Darren Ruff down the stretch. Yeah. Not that good. Yeah, not that yeah. good, but uh, devastating. You know, like another guy, it's like you root for Wheeler. He was good. He, he had his struggles in New York, but you saw him turn around. You saw him be great at times. Then he goes to Philly. He gets it right. Um, you know, I'm rooting for some of these guys at low key, like not even hating Harper. You know, I, I'm really enjoying watching watching Bryce Harper play, man. Yeah. And I'm liking Baum and I'm liking uh, um, Nick Casarios. And 
I like their little Kevin Stalker light shortstop. Yeah. Um, yeah, they got some ballers. JD, Reese, they got some studs. And they're wearing the uh the light blues tonight. It's gonna look hot. Yeah. The light blues, I gotta say. So here's the thing. I don't know. I'm not I'm not a uni like history guy, but there was an there was an era where a lot of teams that had no light blue had light blue, right? The Cardinals did light blue. It was like uh, early 80s. Yeah. Did yeah. the Royals do light blue? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um I believe the whole the George Brett Pine Tar incident was in sure, light blue. Sure, sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Royals yeah. definitely did light blue. The Phillies the Braves did light blue. The, the Braves did light blue. Right. Years. Maybe the Braves are my least favorite light blue, but like I don't love like I like the Cardinals light blue and the Royals light blue better than the Phillies light blue. Yeah. A lot of people calling this these these the best uniforms. This is like the this is the Chargers light blue, sky blues of the baseball. And I'm like, what are we talking about here? Well, you know, like No um, offense. It's it's way it's it's a great uniform. And it's way, it's way better, better than I mean, the Grays. You way know? better than the Grays, and it's way it, better than the Mets fucking wearing black on a Friday night to ruin their postseason chances. Horrifying. That was horrible. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like there's a like a certain there's a certain amount of like a little bit of desperation here because they just got no hit and they're like, oh fuck it. It's our last home game. We better we're bringing out all the stops. We're bringing out the Von Hayes light blues, the Juan Sam Wells. Let me ask you. You have a you have a five nothing uh Houston game that's derailed and is a six five mm-hmm. uh Philly comeback. You have a game then where the Phillies essentially get shut down. Yeah. You have an offensive explosion by the Phillies, then you have a Phillies get shut down. Yeah. Does this keep swinging back and forth? Do you see this as a as like a seven six baseball game tonight? Do you see this yeah, as a absolutely. I, I see this as a completely different game. I don't think there's any momentum either way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this could be anything. But I don't think it's going to be a Houston-dominated uh, game. I don't think I don't, I don't think that team is going to get no shutout two nights in a row. Over under a seven and a half. I like that. I can see it being four, three, five, five, three. Five four, yeah, yeah. I I kind of I kind of like this overplay because it's like I like the over. I yeah because of last night. I think it's just going to be opposite of last night. You know, it could be nine five. Who are you rooting for the most in this series? Just Dusty. Yeah, Dusty. I'm rooting for Dusty the most. That's uh, first and foremost. We want Dusty to get a. I just want, want Dusty, Dusty to get his chip. Yeah. And I want to know why he's wearing latex rubber gloves. Yeah, has there been has there been an explanation for that? I I'm just guessing it's because of COVID or something. Well, you remember he he used to do the double glove thing forever. He used to wear. I feel like he used to wear batting gloves. Yes. I'm 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 on Twitter right now. Dusty Baker gloves. Why is Dusty Baker wearing serial killer gloves? Uh, I just want to see if anybody. Maybe he's like biting his nails a lot, and he's trying to ch- stop him biting his nails. Yeah, I mean, he, he, was, he was a he used to dip, and then he went to toothpicks. So he might just have a a mouth obsession. 
I'm I'm trying to look at it. why does Dusty Baker wear this like uh no one seems to have an answer. Nobody knows. Avoids leaving fingerprints on hammers. Okay. <laughs> He's still doing it for when they thought you could get COVID from touching things. Uh They said COVID, but the dude touches his toothpick every 30 seconds with his hands in his mouth. <laughs> I can't believe it's COVID, right? That couldn't be. I mean, he's fucking 80 years old. Like, COVID could be deadly for him. You know, I can't believe I got COVID. I thought I escaped it. And here I am. Yeah. Maybe you needed rubber gloves. Yeah. Yeah. So, number one, I'm rooting for Dusty. Number two... Um, let's see. I'm rooting for Wheeler. Okay. Kind of rooting for Bryce. I like Bryce, you know. Um, can I, can I, God damn, I like some Astros players too. Like I really yeah. like that new shortstop they have. Pena. Yeah. I like, I like Alvarez. And I like Alvarez. Um, let, let me ask you something about Harper. Awesome. Postseason. Awesome. Has of like I, two very bonds. I think um I think the I think that Bryce Harper like my thing with Bryce Harper is the same as my thing with LeBron James in terms of the hype that he got coming up which is uh, like a guy that that that's that hyped getting like the, like not getting to the big leagues or having or being a flash in the pan in the big leagues is about the only way you're a bust, right? Yeah. Like, I still think if you come up and you play 10 years in the big leagues, like it's not, it's not basketball. It's not football. You're not like a bust. Like if he had had, if he came up and he had like Bernie Williams career, like, I don't think he's a bust just because he got like hyped. You know what I mean? He's not Felipe Lopez. Uh, Do you think I, BJ Serhoff was a bust? No, no, he wasn't. He no. was a bust. Ben McDonald was a bust. Yeah. You man. know, like, yeah. like fucking, you know, these guys and they, uh, this is what's here. Like uh, Hideki Arabu was a bust, you know? Yeah. Um, But I, I think if you come into the league super hyped and you win a single MVP. Yeah. You or, if you, or if you're a 10 time all-star, uh, you're, you're like, you've totally lived up to the hype. Yeah. Now simultaneously there's a lot of this you know the new millennial fucking thing is he's him you know it's him he's the him like the he's like it's the millennial version of a dude but like also if you look at bryce harper's career like this idea that bryce harper has been the best player in baseball since this day he walked onto the fucking field like no, that's, that's also, Mike Trout. That's also not true. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Same draft class. Number, I think he was drafted number two after Bryce Harper in that class. Uh, Bryce Harper had a two and a half war this year. He had eighteen homers. He had he hit two eighty six. Now I know that he, he yeah he only played ninety nine games, but last year, right, he wins the MVP. The year before that, he plays 58 games. Yeah. The year before that, he doesn't get a single MVP vote. 
The four years before that, he's an all-star. He wins an MVP, and he gets a 12th place MVP vote. Like, Bryce Harper's been in this, the league 11 years. He's a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven time All Star. Even though year one, he probably, you know, he has 22 home runs and 59 RBIs. He's probably not an All Star, but he's an All Star because he comes up and he's so hyped. Like, this idea that Bryce Harper, he's been this guy. There's like, you wake up. This is always who Bryce Harper was. I feel like that's also unfair to a lot of, to the Juan Soto's and the Mike Trout's and the guys were like, we came up, we were, we were always good from day one till fucking today. Yeah. We dominate. We're like every Juan Soto stat, every Shohei Otani stat, every Shohei Otani stats, like he did something today that hasn't been done since goofy legs McGee for the 1941 <laughs> fucking, you yeah. know, and then every fucking Juan Soto stat is like Juan Soto's OPS is a thousand. Babe Ruth, Barry Bonds, Juan Soto. Right, 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 right. Like, so, but Bryce Harper has when he's been great, he's been spectacular. Yeah, he's right? had two, he's had two MVP seasons. Otherwise, yeah, which is legit, and he's had some years where he's hurt, or he has a couple years where he's. He's just there's a giant hole in the swing and he's fucking lost. Yeah. For him, he hits like 230 with like 20 home runs and he's terrible. That's the other thing with Harper. And I and, and listen, I don't want to give it away for fucking Pete Alonzo either, because Pete Alonzo's got a little of this in him, but like at this point, and I've been saying this for years, I would never throw Bryce Harper a breaking ball in the zone. Like ever. <laughs> yeah, right. I'd essentially only throw him fastballs. Or, Up and away, yeah. And or again, because he he doesn't hit fastballs like you know. And Pete Alonso is the same way. I see Pete Alonso get beat on fastballs all the time, and then some guy goes up there on a second, you know, second pitch, like hangs a breaking ball, and Pete Alonso hits hits. You hang a breaking ball to Pete Alonso fifty times a year is basically what happens, and he hits yep. 50, 50 bombs. Yep. I but mean, otherwise, maybe the, there are hitters who just look curveball. Yeah. You know, and over the over the course of time, like you say, if you don't miss those, you got fifty bombs. Bryce Harper, I mean, like has they, a- Bryce Harper hit a curveball that first pitch. I mean, he was definitely looking curveball against McCullers that first pitch in the second inning, I guess. And then, and then yesterday and in that- the game, uh, it was fastball, 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 yeah. forcing fastball over, over, over. That's, 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 that's. Yeah, just yeah. take your fastballs. Fastball, fastball. And Bryce Harper does the thing where you're like, bro, where his like head swinging out on fastballs. And you're like, you're just guessing. <laughs> he may I, be. I still say Bryce Harper is like a guy who from day one in the big leagues, get, just guesses. He could be. He could be. I think, I think uh, like Cody Bellinger is same type of hitter too. Yeah. You know? Um. It was weird because, like, when Bryce Harper, that first MVP year, it felt like he was taking balls to left center. He was, like, an all-over, all-fields hitter. And then all of a sudden, he got, you know, yank happy. Yeah. Kind of like what happened to Ryan Howard. I mean, when right. Ryan Howard first came up, just oppo blasts all the time. And then he was just, like, a, a pull hitter. 
So, so I, I, I just, I just, I went through Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper in his second year in the league, I believe, was had a thirtieth uh, MVP. You know, he finishes thirtieth or whatever because baseball uh-huh. does it where you, you know, basically he got one vote for MVP. Right. You know? uh, another year he finishes twelfth, and then he wins two MVPs. Otherwise, that's it. He doesn't get vote. He doesn't get an MVP vote. He yeah. he he finishes first. He finishes first. He finishes twelfth. He finishes thirtieth. He's been in the he's league seven. Mike Trout. I just want you to fucking listen to that. <laughs> in his second year in the league, he finished it. And his not even his second year in the league. Like his, he had forty games his first year. His in his true rookie of the year season. Yeah. He's second in the MVP. Then he's second in the MVP. Then he wins the MVP. Then he's second in the MVP. Then he wins the MVP. Then he's fourth in the MVP. Second. Wins it. Fifth. Last two years, he gets no votes. Every single year that the guy has been in Major League Baseball, besides his 40-game rookie year, he finished fifth or better. He it's kind of sad that, one, two, three, that Bryce Harper is in six, Philly. Seven, eight, nine, nine consecutive years. He's fifth or better with three first play finishes and three second place finishes. Yeah, it's, it's not even close. And he plays center field. And he's not a DH. Um, it's kind of sad that like Bryce Harper is the star of the Philadelphia Phillies. And, and yeah, Mike, Mike Trout's Mr. Philly. <laughs> yeah. But God, but 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 let me just say, as a Mets fan, thank God for that. <laughs> no doubt now, about, it. no doubt about it. By the way, Bryce Harper is a dude. Oh, and, no doubt about it. No doubt. But about like, it. but enough with the him. Him is singular. Yeah. Him, Mike Trout is him. Mike Trout is him. Bryce Harper is they, they, they them. Yeah. <laughs> Now, if Philly loses, if Philly loses the World Series, you know, it might be time to get Mike Trout to Philly. Because doesn't Bryce Harper have, like, end of his career angel written all over him? Oh, oh, you're saying, you're saying if, if the Phillies, if the Phillies lose the World Series, you go, you make a Harper for Trout offer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for your efforts. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> wow. I mean, if I was running the Phillies, you know, it just Harper has a, you know, a Reggie Jackson angel vibe to him. Yeah. But I mean, Mike, Mike Trout last couple rough couple last years, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I just wanted—I just wanted to put that in perspective. I just think I think people Mike are so Trout quick, him. Pe- people are so quick to bust guys, and like Bryce Harper's lived up to the hype, and then some. Obviously, you come to the league, you win multiple MVPs. It doesn't matter. Like there are so many guys that were on the cover of Baseball America yeah. that were called the next fucking best thing. You know, where's Matt Harvey? You know, where's right. fucking where's a million different guys? What, Bryce what Harper, Harper deserves all the respect. Yeah, but, Bryce Harper does all all deserves all the respect. Also, not for n- for nine consecutive years, Mike Trout was a top five MVP guy, basically the MVP every year. Bryce Harper, you know, some years he guesses right, 
time of year he guesses wrong <laughs> for entire seasons. But when he guesses right, spectacular. He hits the fuck out of the ball. I listen. I've I've come to not hate Bryce Harper, which is amazing because he went from the Nationals, where I absolutely fucking hated him, to the Phillies, where I hate their team more, and I don't hate Harper now. But like, he seems I like ju- a leader on this team, though. He seems like he's yeah. kind of uh, kind of matured up and like become less of a a me guy and more of a we guy. Just the vibe. I guess here's the thing. This is the ultimate. You know, it's my favorite game to play. Everybody knows this is my favorite game to play. Bryce Harper might be the one of the most, one of the toughest ones to answer this question about. But is Bryce Harper underrated or overrated? Oh, to me, Bryce Harper is rated. He's rated exactly where he's at, you know, because he is spectacular when he's when he's on. But he's, I mean, he can't be underrated, you know, because he's had, he's had some spectacularly bad seasons for him. Um, and I don't think he's overrated because he's had some spectacular seasons. And so, like, if you said uh, Bryce Harper is a major league superstar. That's, a, that's, that's properly rated. I think that's properly rated. Right. Right. Bryce Harper is. But if you said Bryce Harper is him, then I'd be like, hold on. Overrated. Overrated. Bryce Bryce Harper's great, but he's not not a guy to build a team around. You're probably underrating him. Yeah, I think you're underrating him. Bryce Harper is is a Major League Baseball superstar. Probably proper, properly rated. Properly rated. Yeah. Bryce Harper is him. Overrated. I'm going to say, and this is why I said it's one of the toughest ones ever. I think Bryce Harper is properly rated, but I think it's because equal numbers of people overrate him and underrate him. (laughs) Well, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, uh, he's, what's it called? Uh, Fuck it. I can't think of the word, but the guys, if, if you're a seven time all-star and a two time MVP and you've been in the league 11 years, you are a superstar. Yeah. You know, now do your numbers like, do I look at your batting average and your slugging percentage and it, does it all look pretty every single year? No, it doesn't. But like, if Bryce Harper is on your, is Bryce Harper's on the opposing team and you I'm need to like, get Bryce Harper, out. Bryce Harper, 80, or uh, Mike Trout, 82 career war. Bryce Harper, 42 career war. Right. There's him and there's superstar. Right. 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 But at the same time, if like you need, your team is up by one run and Bryce Harper is on, is up, like you're going to pay attention to that at bat. You are watching that at bat. You know, you know. If Bryce Harper is up in any kind of situation with the game on the line, you stop what you're doing. You're watching that at bat. You don't say that for Jeff Baumer. What's their third baseman name? Yeah. Who's a nice player, too? I kind of like yeah. him. I think he's going to be good. Yeah. You know? But you're not saying that about Gene Segura. Yeah. I Yeah. I think Bryce Harper is actually properly rated because the same amount of people underrate him as overrate him. I think there are some people who are properly rated because everybody's got a good sense of who they are. 
Like I always go to football. Like we talk quarterback so much on dirty sports, like Tom Brady's overrated because the amount of people that overrate him outweigh the people like me who probably underrate him. Yeah. You know, Eli Manning's underrated because I'm a, I, I overrate Eli Manning to death. Right. But there's not many of you, but there's not many of us. And the right. majority of people are out there underrating him. Yeah. I think the equal amounts of people, I mean, you and I may be the only people that are rating Bryce Harper properly, but there might be equal numbers on both sides of the overrated and underrated. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a, uh, he's a divisive figure for sure. You know, I like, I I got no, I got no hate for the guy. I think he's, I used to hate him. I've come around. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm glad to see him be a leader now. It seems like he's kind of like rounding into like his man form. But to steal a line from uh, to steal a line from Jonathan Silverman's character in Little Big League, you know what, Bryce Harper, I've come to like you, but I hope you die like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who do you got for World Series MVP if if the Astros win? I mean, if the Astros win right now, I mean, it's tough because I really think the MVP will probably be determined over the next few games. But like yeah, right, sure. right now, and maybe it'll go that way anyway. But Javier's got to be up there. Javier's got to be up there. He's got, I mean. Bregman got to be involved. I think, I mean, listen, if you get two, if you get two wins, you get two wins and a no, no. <laughs> and yeah. And seven two wins as a starting pitcher, you are definitely in the hunt and you, and he's given up zero runs in. Right. In, yeah. In so it's definitely. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what do you get the game to win? Uh, yeah. 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 And he, um, and he probably pitches again, right? Oh yeah. Oh, you'd definitely bring him back for game seven if necessary. You know. Let's see, you got tonight. He's got one day's rest today, two days rest. It's really two days rest. So game six, three days rest. Game seven would be be three days rest on game seven, yeah? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he goes. No, sorry, he did not. He did not get the. Uh, he did not get the game two win. Alvarez or uh, what is what's the fucking where where am I looking here? Game two was played what Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah. Game two was played Saturday. Wheeler got the loss, and Valdez, right, who also pitched great, got the win. So yeah, he's. I don't know. Oh, it's tough now. He did yeah. not. He does not have two wins. Kyle Tucker's got those two home runs in game one. Yeah, they didn't win that. So those didn't win that game. Home runs don't really. I count. honestly, I like to me, it's Harper if the Phillies win right now. Yeah, and if if the if the Houston if Houston wins, I think it's TBD. Yeah, I mean, I think Bregman's got a bunch of RBIs. Yeah, definitely had that big knock last but night. It, but it's two two. It's two yeah. two right now, right? Like. If somebody right. hits a walk off in game fucking seven, they're they're the MVP, they're the right? MVP. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So Jordan is always lurking. Yeah, Jordan uh, starts the playoffs so hot. Yeah, 
looked like he was going to have a Daniel Murphy playoffs. <laughs> and now has gone ice, icy cold. Icy. He needs more lefties. Like it's, I've never seen a guy hit lefties, a big left-handed power hitter hit lefties so great and righties, you know, so streakly. Yeah. The reverse splits. Wild. Yeah. Wild. Wild. Laz, do we have do you have anything else? Do you have any other baseball topics that you wanna do you wanna dabble into? Or is just this a World Series? Do we do we keep this nice I mean, and tight and we get come back to this? Are we coming back to this potentially before a game seven if there is a game seven? I would love to. I hope there's a game seven. I mean, I am I, that's another thing. It's like I mean, I, that's the thing. If the Philly wins tonight, I feel like we got a better chance at game seven than if Houston wins tonight. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I think if I think if, if Phillies I think the Phillies have more have more bounce back in them yeah. almost. You know, like I almost think I almost think if Houston wins tonight, you know, you get you could have a Philly win in uh Houston and we go to a game seven. If if Phillies win tonight, I almost think like I don't know, does Houston roll over? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Dusty needs every advantage he can get. I'll tell you this: I've been pretty consistent. Trash cans greater than trash fans. I hate the Phillies. I hope they. <laughs> I, I hope they lose. Yeah, you're not. By the way, you're not budging me off it. Like, there's nothing. Like, you can talk about all the likableness of this Philly team and the way that they all fucking get along. I don't give a fuck about any of that. I hope the Astros are still cheating. I hope that. <laughs> also, also. Like, I know Philly, Philly just jacking off over the fact that Bryce Harper is literally watching every at bat on TV in the clubhouse because he's DHing, and then he's running up to the dude on deck and telling him what's happening. Like, like it's not that big of a difference between the fucking thing. And then, um, so it's like it's always the Astros. Like, fuck the Phillies forever. Yeah, but but also I'm rooting for a game seven. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I really want to. I really want a fun game seven, a seven game World Series this year. So, um, I've got a. I just got a fucking sneaky feeling that Philly's gonna somehow do this. And if the Texans wins tonight, you know Philly's gonna win the World Series. It all really right. happens. It all really matters is this Thursday night football game. It's this <laughs> shitty Thursday night football game. Uh, since you brought up the football game, I want to do two quick things that are directly related to you and your sports fandom. You're like Dirty Slides is also gets to be kind of the Bay Area sports report for the Dirty yeah. Dirty Sports Dirty podcast. Sports? Sure. Um, it, it like what's going on in? It, uh, is there any worry about what's going on in Golden State right now? It's a lot of like r- mumblings and grumblings. C- Clay's mad at Charles Barkley. Draymond and Jordan Poole is still whatever. Like, yeah. are, we tra- are we, is Draymond getting traded over this? Like, no, no, Draymond's not getting traded over this. Draymond's already been punished in that uh, Jordan Poole got extended and Andrew Wiggins got extended and he didn't. Right, that's the punishment. You know, um, Draymond. Uh, you know, the whole team is, they're just not playing very good defense right now. And I think a lot of it is just um, short off season. These, the kids are still kids. Like um, Wiseman is, is figuring out offense. 
pretty decently. Still gets a little bit lost on defense. They're not playing Kaminga a lot, who of of uh, all the rookies last year got lost on defense the least. Um, but I think they've been playing more teams with traditional centers. So I think Kaminga's going to get his time. I like where uh, Moody is. But, um, you know, it's going to... It's going to take a while to get these young players to be, you know, playoff level dudes like uh, GPT, GP2 was and uh, Otto Porter Jr. was, you know, who are both hurt right now. So they wouldn't even be able to play even if they resigned them. So I think it's just going to take some time. I'm not really worried about it. Clay's always a slow starter. He didn't play any. Uh, pick up over the summer so it's just going to take some time for him to get up to speed so you're yeah. not worried about the warriors now not worried you go out you guys go out 49ers go out and get christian mccaffrey yeah who's looked a lot better than i thought he would to be honest he's looked, he's looked i mean he threw caught and yeah, ran a fucking pull, t- pull a fucking lt yeah yeah uh you gotta love that you're saying like that. that's that that's you know Shanahan being like, "This is what, look at what look at all the things that we're gonna do." Yeah, I said something on the Monday's episode of the Dirty Sports Podcast, and it didn't come to fruition. Yeah, but I said it, and I'm gonna say it to you again. My thought, uh, after another disappointing weekend for the Packers, and even though you guys looked really good, I said I think the Niners should be doing everything they can to get Aaron Rodgers right now. <laughs> Right now, before the trade deadline, go get Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> well, trade line. Bring him home. Bring the it, boy it, home. It hasn't happened. Um, I don't think I don't think uh the the building is big enough for both Kyle Shanahan and Aaron Rodgers to coexist. And I think that's the reason they didn't get Tom Brady. I think Shanahan's ego is the real issue. So I now don't. you've got you've got Debo, you've got McCaffrey, and you've got Jimmy G for the rest of this year. Yeah, is this it? Is this your? Is this your? Are you gonna have? Is this the window you have? Is you have the window here with Jimmy G? Or do you believe? I believe in Trey Lance. I still believe in Trey Lance. How so. how how big legitimately do you think your championship window is, or do you think that this window could close and you could reopen it again? I think I think I think of Trey Lance. If you get one full year of Trey Lance, then you're and and uh, he gets through through it injury free because you're gonna have to pay guys. You're gonna have to you know you have to pay to keep the, the only defense. guy who's up. The only guy who's up is um, Nick Bosa. So pretty we're gonna big, pretty Bosa. pretty big one. Pretty big one. So I mean, as long as they don't re-sign Jimmy to some ridiculous quarterback contract, we're gonna re-sign Nick Bosa. If we re-sign Jimmy then we're going to lose Nick Bosa, which to me would be ridiculous. Cause I don't think, I, I think Jimmy is limited now. I think you, he's going to make a crucial mistake. You really tried to sell me uh-huh. on Jimmy G this off season. You oh really, yeah. You, you really, you really, you, wanted cause to, I you, wanted to get rid of him. Yeah. 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 So now I'm yeah. going to, I'm, I'm going to turn around his fair play. Yeah. You want, you want the Angel Jones right now? No. <laughs> no. You sure? You sure you don't want Daniel Jones right now? No. You going with Jimmy G? No, no. I mean, like, listen, uh if 
You let if, you let Jimmy if, G go after if this Trey, year. If Trey was if Trey was available, I would trade Jimmy G for Daniel Jones right now. <laughs> but I don't want Daniel Jones to start. <laughs> it always looks like Daniel Jones throws the ball and you a want your, you want Daniel Jones right now. I've said that. It I actually looks like, like the that. ball's dying. I actually Every like time. that. I actually like I actually like that. And I I've I, I haven't found anybody else that would talk to me about this. He's the one guy I've ever seen in history. Yeah. That seems like the ball comes out with the nose down. It does. But yeah. I actually I actually do kind of like that. I kind of like he's a big guy, he's tall. It's always on those like 10 to 18 yard passes. It seems mm-hmm. like he's getting like I almost feel like way over the top. Yeah, but I, I almost like I almost feel like he's throwing that like a high fastball that's like you know like sinking a little bit, right? Back down, catching the top of the zone because I with Eli, you know, Eli he let it float it out there. He had a little bit out, but like those ones, you're always like, ooh, ooh, is it gonna get tipped? Like the Daniel yeah. Jones, it's got a little like it's either going into the ground or it's <laughs> going to your receiver, but it's not going over the head of the receiver to like some safety is just standing True. there. True. Well, it's like, you know, that's why I like Cap because he would either throw the ball, you know, too far away to get picked or too hard to get picked. Yeah. You know, but Jimmy throws it nice and floaty and just right to get picked. So, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I think yeah. Jimmy needs, I think, I mean, at the very least, you guys could take Daniel Jones. You could teach Jimmy a little bit of like downward spiral on that. So you're not pleased with Daniel Jones and your no, six start? No, no I, I am. I am. I'm I'm pleased with them. I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see if we if Dable and and uh the GM who've worked together before decide that this is like extension worthy. Obviously he's not getting some crazy extension. He'd probably honestly get like a Jimmy G type of deal. I don't think it'd be a 20 million, but like you could give him a fat number that bigger than you would want to give him, but for one year and just see what you have. Um, Honestly, but dude, like Jimmy G's contract right now, I mean, like it's it's a cheap contract. Like yeah, yeah. Patrick Mahomes is making fifty, right? Right. And Aaron Rodgers is making fifty, and the next guy's down and making forty. So twenty seven million sounds like Daniel Jones ballpark. But I think that's that's the situation you get in with Daniel Jones. You almost yeah. get like a Kirk Cousins deal where you know, you're not franchising him or whatever, but you're just going, Hey, you want to do one year? You want to do two years or you do two years, 50, or you doing like, you know, uh, but I, I trust those guys to make that, that decision. But I think that they're going to probably feel like he's almost proven something to like get a good enough offer to come back because where you look at what's going around the league is like, who else is going to give Daniel is like, is anybody else going to like, throw money at Daniel Jones to be their starter. I don't know. Look at, let's see, Indianapolis. Yeah. He's a quarterback. Tampa Bay, I think is going to need a quarterback. Houston. We don't really know where they're at. Uh, They're probably probably like David Mills as much as they would like Daniel Jones. Yeah. Who else? Davis Mills. Thanks. Davis Mills. Right. Um, Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta's in first place, too. Yeah, for now. <laughs> first place for now. Although the rest of that, the rest of that division kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, Tampa Bay stinks. Yeah. It's it's not fun to watch. Um, 
I mean, I mean, God, Denver is hosed. Let me ask you. Have let you me ever ask been you. more right about a single man in your life than Russell Wilson? I feel so vindicated. <laughs> I feel so vindicated. I, I feel. I mean, I, I am. I'm shocked because I'm one of those guys who's like, come on, Joe. I mean, Russell Wilson is a good football player because, I mean, he literally just dominated the 49ers. But maybe that just means the 49ers are fucking stupid. Yeah, but also like, just like look at this fucking now now Geno Smith, suddenly Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson, suddenly Geno Smith. Yeah, that is weird. Maybe they're yeah. both like fine and yeah. co- coachable or not coachable. You know, to, to and maybe everybody just owes Pete Carroll an apology. Yeah. I've yeah. said that the whole time. That's wild. Pete Carroll's a great coach. Great coach. Goddamn. I mean, Geno Smith looks fantastic. Yeah. You know, or, or if fantastic is a very capable starting quarterback in the NFL. And 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 now he has Geno Smith in the same mindset that he got Russell Wilson in, which yeah, is like you're hungry. coming in, Matt yeah. Flynn. We just gave him a bunch of money. Prove yourself. Oh look, you're the starter. Oh, oh. you thought it was gonna be Drew Locke, but it's you. Hey, yeah. keep playing well. And then when Geno starts going like, I'm Mister, I'm Mister Invincible, they're gonna be like, okay, well that's enough. All right, that's enough. yeah. <laughs> They're gonna be like, we're we've had enough. We'll just give a turn. We'll go find Brock Osweiler and make him a fucking quarterback. <laughs> um, well, that's it for the show, Laz. Uh, what do you got coming up? What do you got? Uh, what's on post uh, Arizona? What's Arizona? Uh... Shoot. Um, uh, gonna get back in the lab and uh, start uh, editing out all these uh, gaze videos for next season. So we got about twenty four coming up. 24 in the hopper and then, you know, get rid of Corona at, at Venice gaze on Instagram. Yeah, there's a gaze, TikTok. You're there's Andy Lazarus TikTok. on Andy uh, Lazarus on IG. Um, and, and on Twitter, we are at dirty slides on Twitter. We remain at dirty slides on Twitter. Uh, you guys, baseball fans, if you're watching the world series, we're going to try to, I would say that there's another, there's another dirty slides episode coming post game six, whether that be, after a team wins the World Series or a Game 7 preview, I predict that there will be another Dirty Slides following Game 6. So if there's anything between now and a post-Game 6 that you want to talk about, uh, slide into our DMs, slide into our mentions at Dirty Slides. Uh, if you are in the Dallas, Texas area, or really anywhere in the Texas, the greater Texas area, I will be there Thanksgiving weekend. For shows at House of Comedy in Plano, I will be at the Giants-Cowboys Thanksgiving Day game before two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday, House of Comedy in Plano, Texas. And I got more shows on my website, joeprano.com forward slash shows. I am Joe Prano on all social media except for Twitter where I remain at Fix Your Life. Laz, uh, that's our show. Yay. Do you have do you have do we have a fuck them? I don't know if we fucked anybody. Hmm. Let's think about this. I mean, you could fuck the Rona, you could fuck whoever gave it to you. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, let me say this. That during the tournament, and you'll see this on um, you know, the gays Instagram at, and at some time in, in the next year. Um, one of the managers. His name's Rick from the Columbus Pirates. Rick. 
Rick. Old red-ass Rick. Now, I gave him my uh, lineup card with my roster. And I didn't put the rest of my subs on my lineup card because they're on my roster. And I'm like, Rick, that's cool, right? And he's like, yeah, sure, no problem. Now, in the ninth inning in a 1-1 game, I tried to make a substitution. And Rick holds up the game and says, um, yeah, you can't make a substitution because it's not in your lineup card. And I'm like, Rick, we just went over this. And he's like, fuck you. And I was like, okay. And we start going back and forth. And I'm like, fuck you, Rick, you red-ass bitch. And then I get thrown out of the game trying to wow. protest Rick. Now, I got the commissioner on the line. And he says, Andy, you're absolutely right. This is ridiculous. And uh, I had my camera guy go and take the phone to the to the umpire who threw me out. And all of this is on video, and you'll see it. And it's a pretty funny exchange. And uh, Rick was wrong, and we got our subs, and we ended up winning the game. So, to the manager of the Columbus Pirates, fuck him. Fuck Rick. Yeah, fuck Rick. Fuck Rick. <laughs>